Yo, welcome to another episode of Invite the Neighbors DIY Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Porter, uh, my co-host, Benny Morawa. Benny, you'll have to remind me if I'm saying your name right. Um, but Benny joins me during the actual interview. We had the hosts of uh, the Good Noise Podcast, which is another music podcast run by a couple of babies um, in comparison. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're much younger than us. Benny and I are like 40. Um, no, I'm 29. I think Benny's like 27. Anyways, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, basically what it is, Benny and I are musicians um, in the DIY scene here in, in the Detroit area. And I started this podcast a little over a year ago because I wanted to make connections in the scene. And the whole idea was to just talk with bands, promoters, venue runners, photographers, anyone who like has a hand in the DIY music scene or, you know, the music scene at large, anyone I'm interested in basically. And it's, you know, talking about what role they play. Um, you know, if it's a band, like what are they promoting right now? What was the process? I mean, a lot of different musical questions, you know, about process, um, inspiration, touring stories. Um, you know, the, the idea being that I want to show the personalities of the people, um, who are making this, this art, you know, um, and give them a chance to talk about their, their art, but also to showcase who they actually are as people, because I think people are more likely to care about your music or your art if they like you. (laughs) Um, and that's partially why I'm doing this too, because I want people to like me so that when I release my record, people actually care about it. Full, full, uh, transparency there. But anyways, um, we're on Instagram at invite the neighbors. We're on Twitter at ITNPod. We are streaming um, if whatever streaming platform you're listening to this on, but we're also on you know Spotify, iTunes, Google, Stitcher Radio. We're on them all for the most part. Um, and so, you know, share it with your friends. If you like this podcast, hit us up on Twitter or, or Instagram. If you're in a band and you want to come on the podcast, hit us up. Um, we're usually on like a two to three month booking delay because of demand. Just humble brag. Um but yeah, we're always trying to keep um, keep the episodes flowing. So hit us up. Don't be shy. Invite the neighbors at gmail.com is the best way to do that. Um, and check out Good Noise Podcast. Um, I know they have a YouTube channel, and I'm pretty sure they stream the audio on Spotify and all you know the other streaming platforms as well. So and they do a ton of episodes, which we get into. So you know, if you follow that YouTube channel, you're constantly going to have some content. So check it out. Um, anyways, thank you for listening and enjoy the episode and please follow us on Spotify or subscribe on iTunes or whatever so that you don't miss an episode. All right. Thanks guys. Good old Craig. (laughs) Yeah. So we use two different, uh, bots to record on discord and, uh, Craig's our, Craig's our friend. He's, uh, is that you, Benny? Yeah, it's me taking oh, time yeah. out of my busy birthday to talk to you, Brian. <laughs> oh, happy birthday. birthday. Oh, thank you. Of course. That's adorable. So this I'm 27 is, uh, now, so I'm facing existential dread from all corners. Oh, God. You're only just now <laughs> starting that? I'm not 40 like you, Brian. So. <laughs> I'm not, you can't keep telling people I'm 40. All right. <laughs> They're they're gonna not gonna want to come on our podcast anymore. They're gonna think I'm creepy. Um, Three year old man.
Alaska. Yeah. God damn it, Benny. God damn it. So I think something's going on with on Brian's end because usually he never stops talking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me try texting this guy real quick. So how is everyone today? I'm right. I'm good. How are you? Yeah. I am doing just fine after working all day. I'm happy to do that. Oh. And there he is. Welcome back. Can you hear me hear me now? Yep. Yeah. There okay. we go. Fuck yeah. I'm back. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm just imagining you like talking into the void and not realizing that no one could hear you. Yeah, I wonder how long that was happening for. And I have a very, pretty strict no editing policy, so there might just be very well be. I might just start the episode right now in the uh, actual recording of it. So, Shane and Glory, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and from the Good Noise podcast. And so I hit you up because. I really like talking to other music podcast people. Um, we've done a bunch of episodes with like, well, not, I wouldn't say a bunch, but there's definitely been a couple. Like we, I did an episode with the E word and I did an episode that had like members of the E word and emo trash. And like, I think fly on the call pod, or I can't remember if that was the one or no one cares about your band is another one they were on. And so I just like kind of shooting the shit with other podcast people, music podcast people, and just kind of, you know, kind of like share experiences and figure out like, you know, what maybe like take pointers from each other type of thing. Like, I just like hearing um, other podcasters experiences in general. So um, I appreciate you guys coming on and everything. And I wanted to, first of all, ask like, how long have you guys been doing this and kind of what gave you the idea to start doing a podcast? Oh, okay. Uh, so do you, do you want to take this one, Shane? Or do you oh, want... yeah. Um, okay. So this probably has a joke. Mm-hmm. A complete joke. Um, Gloria and I are from a Discord server, a Panic at the Disco server, and um, we started this out with the staff team at the time, and it was called Epic Beans Podcast. Ooh. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and that's how it started. And we've been doing this for a year and then went through a name change in the like, process. Yeah, like two weeks in, we were just like, okay, so we're just going to change it. Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> so you're from a, so you're from a panic at the disco discord server. Yep. Yeah. 
That's yeah. right. All right. So where do the opinions lie on the recent material? It sucks. Oh god. Thank you. So bad. <laughs> Thank so you. Bad. Yes. So I was just recently at a Wild Bill's Tobacco and I was getting some CBD and there was new panic at the disco playing and the two people working the registers were talking about it and saying like, Oh yeah, I really, how do you feel about this? And one was like, yeah, I really like this. And I was like, I, I whenever music is being discussed, I like to just butt in. And, um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I really, um, I really loved pretty odd. And like, I, the, the first album in pretty odd was like, were like masterpieces to me. But after that, I kind of just checked out and I swear to God, they didn't say a single word to me. Like there was no one else in the store. Oh. Like they didn't, I'm like, do you, it, it led me to believe like that they didn't even know what those albums were. I'm like, do you know what this band used to be? It, it, it's confusing to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't like pretty odd very much, but oh, fever slaps. <laughs> oh yeah. And fever I and do. vices are yes. their best albums. Hands okay. down. Really? But too yeah. weird has Dallin weeks on it. It does. But like, it's, it's so electronic, you know, and that's cool and all, but like vices and virtues. Is just it's there. like it's like uh that one was the first album where it was like very obvious that it was shifting to a Brendan Yuri is like I'm panic at the disco. Well yeah. literally it, it was be, like that. We're panic at the disco. Yeah. Well mm-hmm. after Pretty Odd, I'm pretty sure the one guy left the band and, and created Young Veins or whatever that band was. Yeah, yeah John John and Ryan left, but Spencer stayed and then left after Vices. I'm pretty sure Vices yeah. was his last album. Okay. Yeah. So I think it was the, whoever the guitar player, either John or Ryan, like he and Brendan were like the main songwriters. And I'm pretty sure that's why, like, if you look at Beaver, it's like it was the two halves. And I'm pretty sure the first half was like the Brendan Urie songs. And the second half were like the guitarist songs that were more. Beatlesy, you know what I mean? More like mm-hmm. stripped down and pretty odd was I think like I don't know, I think it was fucking amazing. I thought it was just absolutely incredible the way they kind of combined those two. But after that, I to be honest with you, I never really gave much of it a chance after that. Mm-hmm. But if you say if you're telling me vices and virtues is good, I will definitely give it another listen and try and see if I can get something out of it. Oh, it's so good. Steampunk anthems for a new generation. Definitely. And also Dallin and Spencer are on that one, so you get the Dallin half of that as well. I will have to jump on that. Pray for the Wicked is decent, and I also don't but exclude uh, Pretty Odd, but I like everything else, including Death of a Bachelor. Uh, Pray for Wicked sucks, though. Yeah, Death of a Bachelor slaps because it's more pop-rocky, and also the title track is like one of his best songs, hands down. But like after that, he just kind of went, woo. went radio pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt like they were following the direction of fallout boy a little bit, like where they just went from being, I mean, different genres, I guess like, um, like fallout boy, like after folia do, I just, I don't know. This is, I don't know if this is necessarily a hot take, but like, I absolutely I, I just can't stand it. I felt betrayed by Fall Out Boy after a certain because I was like, like from under the cork tree and like Infinity on High was like the shit to me. I absolutely loved it, 
And but then they just like started really, really becoming like radio pop rock. That I that's what I thought. And I'm like, oh, same thing's happening to Panic at the Disco now. Yeah. But yeah. Less sad. It's less sad. But like, so did you guys the podcast? Did it start off as like a Panic at the Disco Discord podcast? Oh, or no. It, okay. Yeah. Basically, uh, basically the where the idea came from was I saw another server basically start their own radio station and i was like yo we could do that but better because we're us and (laughs) then yeah we kind of just started it off by just sharing music and not really talking about what was recently released i'm pretty sure it was kind of like half and half right shane yeah i think the original idea was to make it somewhat related to the discord server because we let everyone on the server know about it oh god yeah (laughs) and then we just got super disorganized because that's how we are Mm-hmm. And just kind of forgot that that was the plan. And we're just like, we're going to talk about music that we like. And it didn't go very well. No, because it's like, I really like this song. And then another person's like, oh, that song sucked. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. Like ah. it. So it, it just really didn't work out. So then we switched to kind of just listening to new stuff that came out and sharing our opinions on that instead. So then it's just kind of like a blank slate. And we all get to discuss our first impressions, I guess. Oh, okay. that one song instead of being like emotionally attached to this song and sharing it with the group and then everybody's saying oh god that's horrible and then taking it like personally i guess yeah yeah even though she shares artists that she's emotionally attached to and oh, I yeah. still they suck so <laughs> yeah. we're still doing that on the podcast of course of course yeah but not as much anymore no. so yeah it's good so when you guys i've kind of looked through your your episode list and stuff like and i'll see like different bands being interviewed or people from bands being interviewed and things like that. So when you have them on, do you talk about their music or like their new releases or do you just like have them on as guests to discuss whatever in general, like has, yeah, has come chat about their new releases? Cause we did try that, like having them on the show itself mm-hmm. and we, we didn't personally like it cause we like having just one episode where we can just talk for as long as we want. Yeah. So we have them on. We chat about the new release and the mm-hmm. writing process and headspace and band influences and things like that behind okay. that new album or EP or whatever. Yeah, but every now and then in interviews, if uh, like an artist that they do listen to that we probably discussed on the podcast released something recently, we do. It usually does come up in conversation. So like most of the time, sometimes we do get to talk about like new stuff that their artists released recently. I guess. Yeah. And just be like, oh, what do you think about that? Oh, it sucked. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I cool. thought so too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it usually makes its way into the conversation every mm-hmm. now and then. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That kind of sounds like uh, what our podcast is. The, you know, the first part, we just like... But it's almost exclusively bands. Like, the, the point of every episode is like a, a one band per episode. We barely ever have an episode where... It's it'll be like just me. We haven't done any where it's just me and Benny, but I've done like two solo episodes just to like like the very the third one I ever did was like a solo one just to like see if I could actually talk for an hour. Yeah. Essentially, it was like a social experiment. <laughs> and then <laughs> mm-hmm. f- but for the most part, it's just other bands. But we've been talking about um, and I'm, there's a question coming, so don't worry. But we've been talking <laughs> about like um, maybe doing some episodes where Benny and I just kind of talk and riff on things. And we've got some different segment ideas and things like that. And the question is, do you feel like they're like one type of episode is, is more well-received than the other, like having a band on to talk about their stuff versus 
you guys without a band just talking about your opinions on stuff do you feel like there's a list the listener response is different to those um i i personally think that we get more views on the interviews obviously because then the fans are going to listen for the band or band member um yeah. we do we are starting to get more views on our just us talking like as friends just like oh let's talk about what happened this week uh because people are starting to listen to them and actually listen to us which is pretty pretty cool but like i think we just do the podcast segments where it's just us for fun i'm pretty sure now doesn't yeah. really matter whether it's getting like good response or not it's just kind of like we don't have to worry about holding a conversation with somebody we haven't spoken to as much as we've known each other so it's just yeah. kind of like a de-stress type thing or it's just kind of like just chill and talk about music together yeah see that that's where I've, i feel like i've talked to benny about this i'm afraid of doing that like we talked about doing a patreon and then like having our episodes with bands be free and then like putting episodes behind a paywall where Benny and I just kind of talk about music because I feel like I am so opinionated about things that I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And like <laughs> naturally when I talk about things, it'll sound like shit talk just because that's kind of like, I like to just exaggerate and use hyperbole cause it's fun. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering like, do you ever feel like knowing that you're on a podcast and knowing you're going to be heard? Do you feel like you're ever holding back? from saying I, things that are necessarily mean i hold back sometimes when it's like our friends and i know they're gonna watch it i'm like well i can't completely shit on this because i don't want to like lose the friendship but um and <laughs> yeah, i also exactly. feel like because we've been getting more like review opportunities like press people are, like hitting us up like hey do you want to review this and i'm like i'm scared to like shit talk on it but i completely shit all over one of the eps we got sent last night and yeah. I felt so bad, and I hope the press person didn't actually watch it because that would just be bad. But I'm the super opinionated yeah. one, so I don't. I try not to hold back. Glory's the one that's always like can back it up and make things sound better than I could because I'm just like it sucked because it and, sucked. And Glory's like, well, yeah. I like this and this and this very <laughs> specific part of the song. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, he has more of a. I don't know. He likes a specific type of music where I feel like we're both open-minded towards music most of the time, but I usually try to dissect the song, and even if I don't like it, I'm just like, oh, well, at least the drums were, like, really, really good. Or at least, like, oh, this vocal, this high note was, like, very impressive. So I always try to figure out something nice to say about it, because at the end of the day, like, that's somebody's project, that's some, like, time and effort and thought that they put into it. And I can't do it myself. I can't sing. I can't like play guitar. I can't play on the piano or anything. So it's like, I I just try to still give them something positive at the end of yeah. like a review or whatever, because like, I can't do it myself. And I feel like if I completely like destroyed something, I'd be like, oh, wait, shoot. Because people would be like, oh, you do it yourself then, which I can't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, I, what I'm afraid of is the fact that while you were saying, like, I can't do those things, like, I can't play guitar, I can't, a lot of people can't do that, but they're in bands. And that's yeah. where I feel <laughs> like I would, I would get myself into trouble saying, mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe, like, go to college or something, you know, like, if this is yeah. your effort. But no, I mean, a lot of that is just, like I said, it's just like shit talking for funny, for, you mm -hmm. know, just for funsies. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not like, not trying to hurt feelings, but yeah. 
I was just curious if like, if that's ever been an issue, but, um, so do you, when, what's your, what's your guys's process for like determining like what, what you talk about? Like do bands like send you stuff and like, if you like it, you'll talk about it or is it just like kind of paying attention to like what people are talking about on Twitter or like, well, how, how do you guys kind of parse through stuff to figure out what to talk about? I'm going to be completely honest. I actually follow like the kingdom leaks thing. <laughs> um, their sidebar has like most of the bigger releases that are coming out. So I can keep track of the bigger releases that way. And then I sprinkle in like the DIY things as I see them on the timeline, but there's just so many, so and many, so many of them aren't on Spotify that we just can't talk about it all. Yeah. And we don't have the money to spend to get all the releases and i feel bad hitting up all these bands being like can you send me your shit for free for free yeah um yeah so it's more like we know what big releases we're going to talk about for the week and then as the week progresses and that friday hits we just kind of sprinkle in we make sure to talk about our friends and then if the timeline's blowing up about something we'll add that in as well yeah definitely and also spotify's like uh weekly artists lineup roundup thing is also great because they send like little email every friday just like hi artists that you follow release this and we usually just pick and choose yeah most of the time it kind of sucks because it's like green day releasing a a cover (laughs) i've never listened to before i listened to one album because i had to and then i never listened to them again and for some reason they're in my new releases for you um we like pick and choose whatever like oh hey this person that we actually have spoken about before released a new single that we didn't see cool we'll add that done yeah. that's really it we don't add everything because then it would just be like billy joe armstrong <laughs> doing although we have been talking about those every week it's oh great. god benny's actually a huge green day fan oh, oh shoot i'm wearing benny, my green Benny's, day hoodie right now green day in the room. man no i'm not you need to stop this right now brian <laughs> i'm wearing my green day hoodie right now the one with horny the unicorn on the back oh god I love this hoodie so much. It's so fucking ugly. I love it. Is it at least Wait. comfortable? Yeah, it's comfortable, but it's really ugly. Oh, it's yeah. the father of all colors. So. Yay. It's hard to find a hoodie that's not comfortable. But yeah. I feel like the discomfort would come from the fact that, one, there's a unicorn, and two, there's a Green Day unicorn on it. Yeah. And so and That's three, like an indoor piece of apparel, I feel like. No, no, no. The Water Parks hoodie I own is an indoor piece of apparel because on the back, it's Austin's face. I it's wanted that hoodie them. so bad. On the back, it's just a big ass picture, and I hate it so much, but it's very comfortable. <laughs> I'm that saving one. up for that hoodie. <laughs> I'll just send you mine. Bro, do it, please. Bro. I need an Austin hoodie. See, this is the discourse that this scene needs. Not I agree. What not, they're usually talking about online. Yeah, not how bad cover comps are or whatever we're talking about uh, this week. God. We're talking oh, about that's merch. Good. Yeah. Let's talk about how yeah. bad the water parks hoodie from Hot Topic is instead. Can we do that? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> sure. I will be honest, like I every once in a while I'll be strolling through the mall and like just depending on how I'm feeling that day, I will I go into the hot topic or will I not? I you know what I just might. It depends on the day. But sometimes I like to go. It's it's gotten to the point where I might find one T-shirt that I would even consider buying. Yeah. Because like I'm, I just don't listen to really any of the bands that are like you know selling their shit there anymore. Mm-hmm. But I remember like when I was in high school, like I would I could stand there for half an hour trying to figure out what I was gonna get. But now I don't know. I just feel like 
I'm aging out, as Benny said. Benny's 27. Like, we're old as fuck, dude. But <laughs> I don't. I honestly, I don't use how well I fit into Hot Topic to like gauge my age. But like, I guess yeah. that could be a, <laughs> a barometer. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't bought anything from Hot Topic in a minute. The last time I went there was with my girlfriend. I bought all the Mike Chem shirts I could. Um, but I mean, most of the time they just don't have what I want. Like I would rather wear corn or slipknot stuff and I own everything that isn't ugly from hot topic already. So yeah, Yeah. straight up hot topic is the only place where I'll buy jeans. Really? Jeans? Nothing feels better than a pair of rude, super skinny jeans that only go up to my ankles but it's fine because it looks fine mm-hmm. dude those are the stretchiest jeans that you will ever buy they feel so <laughs> oh, i didn't even shit. know they sold jeans yeah they're dude, known for it austin and i like did a photo shoot i think with jeans yeah. or something somebody did well i know sky wore the really baggy pants because oh he wore God. them to our second interview yeah. and he was like oh, I, I got i got a hot topic tiktok i gotta do and they gave me these pants he was like, what do you think? What do you think? Like, oh, Sky, they're so ugly. He was like, I know. <laughs> I love them so much. Yeah, but um, I, every time I do go to the mall, which is like once every blue moon, because like we have one that's like 45 minutes away from us. So it's like not it's a it's a hike. It's a trail. Yeah. Um, but it's like everything's so expensive there. So I really just go in to walk around and act like I know what's going on. And like, oh, yeah, I definitely <laughs> know that band that's right up there when I really don't, or it's just like, oh, haha, Slipknot. My friend listens to that. I don't, though, because their music terrifies me. And, like, that's literally, <laughs> that's all I do, because everything's, like, too expensive there. I only get stuff, like, online when they're having, like, a half-half-off sale where basically stuff's free, and all you have to do is, like, pay shipping, so. Uh, where are you guys uh, located? I am in New Jersey. And I'm in Virginia. Oh, okay. So this is another one of those. There's a couple. I think the E word is like that too. Where I think one of them is in Wisconsin, the other one's in Texas. Oh. Where it's it's like a strictly, um, internet podcast. I was I was gonna ask if you guys had ever done any in person episodes, but um, I think that kind of explains it. So, but you guys do video. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have done one in person one, but it was just me because my cousin is in a band. I was like, come over. I'm gonna interview you. So he did. And I mean, we do plan on doing more. At least I do, because I go to more shows than she does. I've once been to two. The, yeah, once <laughs> once the world opens back up, if we get mm-hmm. like in person opportunities, uh, it'll probably be me doing those, unless we can get some in Virginia for her. That'd be so, kind of cool. Yeah, I gotcha. So was I'm asking, you know, just because full disclosure, like we've kind of tossed around the idea of adding video to our podcast, or maybe doing some of the episodes on video and how much extra work is it? Like, is it worth it? Do you think like that's just, you, Shane. it takes no extra work? I mean, it just takes longer to upload everything. And it's also the awkward thing when the bands don't know that they're supposed to have their video on you're like, yeah. can you turn your video on? And they're like, Oh, it's a video. It's podcast? A video? I'm like, yeah. I mean, if you don't want to turn it on, that's cool. But I mean, it takes no extra work because I don't edit, full disclosure, I don't edit the podcast unless there's like a part that I know needs to be edited out, like someone lagged out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So whatever happens just kind of happens. And um, so that makes it super easy. I just cut the excess off of like the Zoom um, so that we can put our background on it because I think it looks better that way. And then just Definitely. 
to export it. It takes me five minutes. So do you you guys do everything through Zoom then? So do you pay for like the Zoom subscription then? Because like yes. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we did most of them on Discord because we were doing like just DIY bands, and then we started to branch out. And everybody that isn't DIY wants to do it on Zoom. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll just pay for a Zoom subscription. So it's been getting its okay. money's worth. So did and Zoom allows you to do audio, like to isolate the audio too for the RSS feed? I have no idea. I would assume oh. so. Oh wait, so do you only release it on YouTube? <laughs> no, and then no. I just I I do everything in Premiere, so I can export the video with the audio, and then I can do an audio only and export it as an MP3, and that's how I get it up. And then we use Anchor, and it goes out to all our streaming services that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm like learning right now. <laughs> yeah, I've never even heard of what Premiere is. I'm yeah, like, it's it's, it's a innocent editing software. Yeah, it's Adobe product. So is that like recording? Like when you're recording um, on Zoom, like Premiere, is that something that's like recording the audio? I use OBS no. to yeah. record the audio and video. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. gotcha. So yeah, sorry, this is probably boring. Gee, Brian, buy a book. <laughs> I know. I just like I, you know. You never know if someone's like I don't I can't tell you how many people have hit me up saying like they wanted to start a podcast and like asking me questions about it like sheepishly after like their band was on or something they're like hey I was thinking about starting a podcast or whatever blah 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 I'm like dude Google it I guess but yeah, I, figured, I mean you know <laughs> Glory's the one that set all this shit up like she was the one that put all the the streaming services together and all that shit she just taught me how to upload to the websites and I have yeah. I've known how to edit forever and was able to upload to YouTube. So, I mean, I got no idea what I'm doing either. We've had people start podcasts after we've had them on, but I don't think we've ever had anybody ask us how to do it. Mm-hmm. So, sure. and it's it's really not that hard. Just grab a mic and talk into it yeah. and then post yeah. it on the internet. It's really not like I even do it. I think I make, I'm making things way more difficult than it needs to be. Like I use like usual. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, mother. But no, I uh <laughs> sorry, buddy. I use <laughs> you're good. <laughs> I use Ableton though. Like we record in Ableton, which is like I don't know. It's kind of like no one ever like it's not really the podcasting software, you know, it's yeah. more like DJ and like recording shit, but it works. But you know, there's probably like much easier ways to do it, which is why I, I wanted to like kind of ask and see if I could figure something out. But do you guys have uh you guys have like a website where you host things too, or is it just like your YouTube channel? We worked on a website and then just abandoned that project because we put out so much content that updating the website would just be a pain in the ass. So we upload yeah. to YouTube and then uh, we upload to Anchor, which pushes out to all the audio platforms. We don't even know all the ones that we're on. I'm so. pretty sure I have a list somewhere, but I just yeah. I don't. It's the, it it lists it on our um hyper URL. So you could choose wherever you want to listen to it. Oh, okay. So there's this thing called uh, this one of the hosting services called Blueberry, and uh, they that's what we use. And it the only reason we have a website is because Blueberry comes with like a free WordPress site. So like when you post an episode, it's like you create a blog post for the episode, and mm-hmm. then you upload the audio there, and then that creates a post on your website and that sends it out to all the different streamers stream or streaming platforms so 
if you ever wanted a website and didn't want the extra work of keeping it updated, that'd be something worth looking into, just FYI. Definitely. But, um, yeah, so I wanted to see, too, like, have you, since you started doing the podcast, where has there ever, have there been any moments where it was like, wow, this is actually a lot better than I thought it would be? Or, like, has it, like, exceeded expectations in any ways that jump out to you? Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like, when you say exceeded expectations, are you talking about, like, response-wise or interview-wise? Um, just both, you know, whatever comes to mind when you hear that. Oh, well, uh, personally, I didn't think we would be able to interview the people we've interviewed. Like I knew if we, if we worked hard enough, we'd be able to get there. Um, but like, I don't know, it's, it's still kind of weird to look back at the people we've interviewed and just like the list of all the interviews we've done so far and just be like, shoot, (laughs) we started this a year ago and we've interviewed like what, 250 bands so far. It's just like, and then also we just hit 760 followers on Twitter, which is also weird because it's like people are actually following us and like liking our stuff. And it's just, it's really weird to see that we're getting response and this isn't just Epic Beans podcast anymore, you know? Yeah. yeah. When you asked that question, I thought more from like a number standpoint, because we might have started in October of last year. I think it was right around this time where we had our first ever episode. It was the Um, 23rd of uh, September 23rd. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. right around now. And but we only really kicked this off once the world shut down in April. I went to Gloria. I was like, all right, we got to start taking this shit seriously. And we did. And then we interviewed Motion City Soundtrack like four months later. (laughs) So, um, it's still kind of wild to me that that happened. How did that work? Did you just randomly just hit them up and they? I followed their publicist on Twitter, and their publicist retweeted a tweet and was like, "Holy shit! I just got to send out a press release today for Motion City Soundtrack." And I replied and said, "You should let us have them on the podcast." And she said, "Email me," and I said, "Okay, bet." And I emailed her, and then we set it up. That's that's wonderful. That's awesome. That's something that kind of like we have an Emotion City soundtrack, you know, that's awesome. But like just to kind of speak in that that general idea that like, you know, it, versus when we first started it, it's it's amazing. These people that seem so out of reach mm-hmm. before you start to understand how it actually works. And once you start to understand how it actually works, like a lot of these people are really just like depending on their demeanor, like Emotion City soundtrack, I've heard are just really cool people. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like like Justin Pierre has like replied to like comments on on, on Instagram for me and stuff. Like he's he's very engaged mm-hmm. with his fans and stuff. So like a lot of times when people are like that, they're literally just like an email away. These yeah. people that seem like astronomically huge or just like out of reach, all you gotta do is like say, Hi, I do this thing. And a lot of times, you know, they still have that DIY spirit where they just kind of wanna like help out people within the music scene. Yeah. So that's that's been really cool to see and I was going to ask, like, if, you know, like, what are some examples, like you said, Motion City Soundtrack of, of you know, artists that you were like, like a year ago, you'd, you'd call someone crazy for saying, you know, that you would get a chance to speak with them. So I was wondering, like, any any more of those come to mind? Oh, my God, I have a list. Sure, but oh. um, I mean, once I discovered the world of publicists, because I'm going to be quite frank, until we interviewed uh, Young Culture and I mm-hmm. hit him up and was like, yo, can we have you on the podcast? And I got sent to the publicist. Um, I had no idea that I 
it literally like opened my eyes to an entire world. Like, holy shit, I could have corn on the podcast one of these days. Yeah. And um, so once that happened, I was like, holy shit. But one of the bands that we had where we just kind of harassed the band member himself was Sky from Super oh, Whatever. Yeah. That was like the first big interview. And that's kind of where everything jumped off because that was like the first night where we had done an episode and then bands that we never thought would ever see our shit started liking our shit. Mm-hmm. And then we hit him up and we're like, yo, you should come on the podcast. And he did. And he gave us his email and we got it together. And we yeah. talked to him a couple of times since chapel was another one where we set it up through the, through Carter from yeah. chapel and had both of them on. They were shit. so nice. I'm blanking. Who the fuck? Dude, okay. Here I have, I have a list of ones that like meant a lot. I know happy is on there. A band called happy. They're like, my favorite band ever so that was like the biggest thing for me um we actually tried they were the first band that i attempted to contact for an interview and they never responded yeah. <laughs> they, they gave me their email and i emailed them and then they never responded and then we just um did another interview with them actually so that was really cool um but we did prince daddy and hyena uh sage weber from point north was really cool uh the gun show also that that was huge and ollie from broadside was another gigantic one yeah Yeah, that's sick yeah i was you know i was thinking like uh, we had prince daddy on too and that was really cool and like i Mm -hmm. was um when I was doing that, I, I realized like, oh, wow, this is a lot easier than I thought it'd be. One, because like, admittedly, I was not, not that I wasn't a fan of Prince Daddy, but I just never really listened to them that much. Um, so like, it wasn't like I was starstruck or anything like that. But, you know, I was curious when you guys are interviewing, say like when you're interviewing Happy, like you said, it was like your favorite band or whatever. Is it, is it difficult like to pull it together to actually do an interview? Like, is it hard to resist like just fangirling or... Well, had, not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, personally, for me, I kind of I, I don't want to say I had a breakdown before the interview, but I did kind of like uh, spiral because. Um, I yeah, um, I, I kind of spiraled before the interview because it was the probably the biggest so far, the biggest interview personally for me because they mean a lot to me. But it it's just like it's a little it's weird because I've been supporting them for a while and then to actually talk to them personally. So it's not necessarily fangirling, but it's just kind of like, holy crap, I've made it to the point where I can actually talk to people I look up to and support personally and they appreciate what we're doing, I guess. So it's Um, just kind of trying to keep composure, really. Yeah. Uh, I had like... The, the first one that really hit me was actually Sky from Super Whatever when we got him on the show because I just saw him live a couple months beforehand. And I was like, holy shit, someone that I saw in front of my eyes who's a decent sized <laughs> band is going to come on my tiny ass podcast to talk to me for an hour. Mm-hmm. And um, I got like that was that is, I think, the only time I ever got nervous for an interview. That one and one that never came out because we were never able to reschedule it. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know if I can name drop it. I don't know no. if Corey will kill me. Yeah. And then another <laughs> one that, and then there was just kind of like, holy shit, you know, we're having these bands, but I never really got nervous. And I think in recent memory, the last time I got nervous for was we got, we had Bonnie from San Atlantic on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I love San Atlantic so much. They dropped mm-hmm. like my album of the year so far. And I 
were, I harassed that press person a lot to have them on the show. So to finally have Bonnie on was like a holy shit, this is happening kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think the more uh, just speaking from experience, you know, I think the more bands that we've had on that are like popular or whatever, I think he, the more I've realized personally that like hype doesn't really for the most part change how a person acts like it's really easy like say like interviewing for me like interviewing like dogleg and inner or nice or whoever and then interviewing like a band that i've literally never heard of and most people have never heard of is like the the literal exact same experience in terms of like just talking to another human being and i think like having done not that we've done like a million episodes, but like we've done enough to where I feel like I'm kind of over the jitters of it. Like I, I wonder how I'll, I probably have to like recalibrate when I have like the early November on or something like that. Cause like would a center is literally my hero, but for the most part, you know, I think that starts to go away, which is a good thing. You know I mean? Yeah. You start to realize that these people are just humans. And I remember our, I mean, that's obvious, you know, but it's sometimes easier said than done to, like, not uh, freak out when you're talking to someone you respect or look up to or whatever. But I remember when I did the episode with with uh, Prince Daddy, like, mm-hmm. we were just talking about that very thing about how, like, he was saying, like, how it feels weird, you know, when people treat you like he said that was like one of the weirdest things about their success is like people treating you like you're this deity or like treating you like you're not like that you're anything more than just like a regular human being, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like for the most part, these people that are like elevated to the status, they don't necessarily feel any different. And so I think that's part of like a good interviewing skill is just, just talking to them the way you would talk to anyone. You know, I mean, it, it seems so simple, you know, yeah. but I think it's really effective. I don't think we've ever taken an interview like holy shit and then like went in and failed fangirl for the entire thing we do that in private beforehand <laughs> for like a half an hour like yeah. holy shit holy shit holy shit but i'm glad you brought up the um the whole like almost feeling like desensitized to it or at least that's how i feel like it's just another interview and i didn't yeah. want to admit that because i didn't want people to take it as like oh they've just got some ego now or whatever but that yeah, is exactly how it feels it's just oh you know it, I felt the same when I interviewed Bonnie from San Atlantic and when I interviewed some no-name band that nobody's ever heard of outside of, like, the New Jersey scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think there are very few bands left um, where it would be like, holy fucking shit, like, I'm about to talk to this person from this band kind of thing. So, and I'm just waiting on those bands to release albums and then we're going to have them <laughs> Yeah. All. I'm manifesting yeah. it. Manifesting. That actually works. Uh, proven fact manifestation oh. yeah it's a it's it's a science thing but no um i just i believe i 100 percent believe in that but i i was gonna say like it's part of like the ethos of our podcast is is the fact that like you know i like, like you said i don't think it is an ego thing uh, part of it is like we really one thing that we kind of stand for like not i it's it's it feels kind of stupid to say that we have like some mission statement because it's, we're literally so disorganized and we're so like it feels so much like we don't have our shit together, but so just to say that we have a podcast mission statement seems kind of silly, but you know, we definitely stand, if we stand for anything, it's that like no band, like regardless of the amount of hype is, is more important to us as a podcast than another, you know what I mean? Like I try to keep the commitments the same 
like my commitment to do an episode with a band that I've never heard of and known most people haven't and do I want to give them the same type of attention and the same access and the same sort of platform as I would a really big band, you know, mm-hmm. cause I, yeah, for sure. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm constantly complaining about people being overhyped and like, you know, I, I cannot stand like the hype train on Twitter and like how certain things become a popularity contest. So I just like, I can't allow my podcast to start falling victim to that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, that being said, I'm kind of curious, like, have you, one thing that does happen when your podcast starts to get known more is that like you start getting more requests and things like that. So it used to be a lot easier to never say no to bands because I always had a clear schedule. I was like, Oh, what you really want to come on the podcast? It's like, okay. Yeah. So it's like, I'm always appreciative now, but it, it's, it's harder to schedule everybody because of just literal time constraints. So I was wondering like, have you guys run into any issues like that? Like having to turn people down at all, or has it, has it been pretty, uh, so we do a shit ton of interviews in a week yeah um and i don't think i know i haven't personally said no to anybody which i think reflects in how many fucking interviews we've done (laughs) Um, uh i don't know like sometimes with just how busy our schedule is like we might say we can do something we give them time frames and if we never hear back from them we don't follow up kind of thing or mm-hmm. if they try to play this game of like oh they're not that busy and try to set something up like the night before for the next day it's yeah. not going to work out and we're not going to hit you back up because that's not how we're working we're scheduling some of these things two three weeks in advance kind of thing mm-hmm. so um but no, I don't think I've ever said no. I've ignored a couple of like message requests, but anything that comes straight to our inbox or DMs, unless they just don't fit on the show. But I wouldn't say no to anybody that doesn't that does fit on the show, kind of. Thing. Yeah, basically. We do have like we do have like a mindset of what genre. So we're not going to like have a country artist on or rap artist on because that's not what we cover. We cover like the alt scene and it's a very umbrella term so that we can fit that pop in that glory enjoys Mm -hmm. and fit in like whatever (laughs) other bullshit kind of thing. And also fit in the metal that I enjoy and then also cover that like emo umbrella as well. I mean, if a publicist hit me up and was like, yo, can you have this rap artist on? I don't like saying no to publicists. So I guess, but that's the only time we'd have one on. Yeah, I have had to turn down a couple people, but not because like we were busy or whatever, but just because, as Shane said, they just didn't fit exactly. Like if they were just a rap artist or electronic and they didn't even like sing or anything, it was just kind of like, hi, I hope your project goes well. But right now we're covering only like alternative in the DIY or just rock, you know, just that umbrella term, Shane said again. Just like because we would rather have a lot of eyes on you where you fit the demographic and people would actually go to listen instead of just like this out of pocket just artists that people wouldn't really understand and or just like look up afterwards if that makes sense okay. no I absolutely i wouldn't say we have a big listener base or anything but we're trying to keep our catalog as consistent as possible yeah no that makes sense because i feel like if it's if it's just wildly jumping all over the place, mm-hmm. then it's as a listener, if you, when you're trying to grow a listener base, it's like you want to have that a little bit of consistency so people can like, you know, you might have 
a listener completely drop off if like one episode is entirely different from the other one. They're like, oh, okay, I don't know what this is going to be. And then they kind of lose interest, you know? So I think that's smart. But last question I kind of have, and then if Benny has any questions, you can shoot them. But I know you guys got another interview and Benny's got to be up in the morning. So last question I was just kind of wondering was when you have that many episodes that you do, that many interviews that you do, like, how do you, how do you like stay fresh for that? Like, how do you like, is it ever difficult to like, maintain enthusiasm for that many conversations because i know it is for me like I, I can't handle more than like one or two a week it gets to be just too much and so is it just like genuine interest that really like drives you guys through doing all that or like is it ever difficult uh is it hearing. does it ever feel like a grind you know oh it definitely feels like a grind um i like hearing everyone's answers to our questions i mm-hmm. mean it, it, this isn't any secret but most of our question lists are relatively the same just because of how many we do in writing personal question lists especially for these diy bands that you can't find much on to begin with yeah kind of just yeah. getting them like a baseline question list to put themselves out there mm-hmm. uh, we feel is enough um so it definitely does feel like a grind and like when we were during the summer because we had a couple days that were completely free we were doing seven or eight interviews in a day. And I mean, yeah. it wasn't even like a lack of enthusiasm. It was just like, holy shit, I think I'm going to pass out during this 10 o'clock interview. <laughs> like yeah. this person isn't yeah. even just like, they're not even boring the shit out of me. They're enthusiastic. They're ready to go. And Gloria and I are just dead. And we feel so bad because mm-hmm. the, those really late interviews would either be boring as shit. And we feel like we didn't give the person enough attention or yeah. they would just go off the rails. And I would stop caring. And Gloria's too tired to make me continue to care. So yeah, I right yeah I I usually try to if even if it's like eleven o'clock which is usually the latest we book if we have a full day um I try to have as much enthusiasm as I can when they're answering questions but sometimes I'm just like I'm so tired like it's the eleventh interview today and after this we're done I'm just trying to I I'm excited but I'm very tired. So cool. (laughs) But I'm going to pass out in a second. So yeah, Yeah. but it's, we, we still try to give them as much attention and enthusiasm as we do for like a 12 PM interview, because Mm -hmm. um, something that sticks with me is when we, one of our first bigger interviews was with the gun show. Mm -hmm. And um, I personally look up to him and um, I've watched a lot of his interviews, if not all of them. And something that he told me was that, well, something they told us on the podcast was like, I try to give 100% of my enthusiasm and interest to all the bands I talk to um, because like they're there, they're giving their time to me so I can give them a spotlight or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, that's cool. But he's doing like one interview a day. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. that's I mean- cool. I try to do that, but it gets hard sometimes if that Even makes sense. training on that, thinking back to that guns interview, um, which I forgot happened until very recently because we've <laughs> done so many. I was going through because the public just asked and I was like, everybody knows guns. I'll send over this one. And um, he gave 100% because at the time we weren't, we didn't have much of a following and we just mm-hmm. kind of hit him up. It's like a joke. And we're like, yo, you think we can get guns on the show? And then we did. And we're like, holy shit, we have holy to interview crap. guns. Yeah. Um, but one thing I think back on is 
for that one is like he gave us a hundred percent as well. Mm-hmm. Like we're just a couple teenagers online that hit him up Literally. as a joke, and then he said yes, and then he gave us a hundred percent for that twenty minutes he gave us or whatever. Yeah. So that was that was crazy. Yeah. I had to watch that one again. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm getting tired just like hearing about how many interviews you guys do. Like <laughs> Benny knows. Like I I get worn out so much about you know like because uh, I I do want to give bands you know, as much of my attention as I can, or just guess in general, because it's more than just bands, but it's hard. So props to you guys for doing what you do. Yeah, it's because you're 56. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there it is. An old man. Just dox me, dude. I'm not 56. Um, But no, I'm uh, 29. Thank you. Yeah, I am getting a little, I'm I'm on a steady decline though. I'm I'm in the twilight years of my, (laughs) of my my youth. It's all good. Um, But Benny, I know I talked most of this one, uh, <laughs> but if you had any questions um, before we let these guys go, um, by all means. Uh, I don't really have anything because a lot of the stuff I was interested in was like just the general process of making a podcast in general and like a lot of the shit behind that because like you can ask Brian and I definitely definitely guarantee that he will say this too. He does like 99% of the work for this podcast. And I just jump in with my 1% to give him a hard time when we record episodes. So like (laughs) this kind of put me on a little bit of a guilt trip, man. I might have to start pulling my weight a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be fair though, I did, I started it myself. It it was just me for like the first year, basically. Mm -hmm. And then I decided like, I, I'm not going to be able to grow this as much as I can without a co-host. And then I am using Benny because Benny knows more people in the scene than I do. So, um, that is why you're the co-host a hundred percent because you have cool friends and I don't, and also because you can play drums and I need you in my band. So there it is. There's behind the scenes. (laughs) I mean, if I'm allowed to ask you guys one question, I would love to. Um, Since you guys have done a bunch of interviews as well, I would like to know if there are any that stick out to you as like awful. You don't have to name drop, but I'd like to know if there are any that like stick out in your mind. Yeah. Because we have a we have a couple that never got released because they were so bad. Yeah. I think it's like two. I I will say Benny has only been doing um since like the quarantine. So I don't know if you have any Benny. But I all, uh, all I can say is that there will be some episodes where I'm just like, I'll just let Brian do the talking. I'll stay here. I'll I'll come in every once in a while. This wasn't one of those episodes. Yeah, I was going to say I was, I was literally. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I spent a lot of time literally fascinated with the talk about just podcasts in general that I forgot about. I thought I was listening to a podcast, not participating in one. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but there'll be some episodes where I'm just like, you know what? Brian can talk a mile a minute. He's got this. Going to relax, play some Final Fantasy 14 while recording. If I need to hop in, I'll hop in. Dope. But I'm glad to know that you're playing video games while we're doing this. <laughs> Dude, it's ha- it happened literally one time. And once I remember what episode it was, I will text you and let you know, and I guarantee you that you will agree with me. Oh, probably. But yeah, but to, I'll I'll come to your defense here, Benny, and then I'll answer your guys's question. But Benny, like 
this is a primarily before the quarantine and like post quarantine, it will be too. It's primarily like an in-person podcast where like I try to catch bands when they're on tour in the Detroit area. Benny and I live 10 minutes away in like Metro Detroit area um, <laughs> from each other. So like once I, I told Benny when, when um, we first added them, like, you know, you can jump in when you feel comfortable. And like, once we start doing in-person episodes, like you'll really find like your voice as the co-host because, you know, it's a lot easier when everyone can see each other to like work the dynamic and stuff and like know when someone is yeah. about to talk, you know? So like that'll, Benny will like slowly, um, I mean, I feel like it'll happen actually pretty quickly. We just finally did an in-person episode and it, it was very, I felt like it was 50, 50 in, in terms of like host duties. And I, I feel like that's what it'll be like for the most part. But to answer your question, dude, it, uh, 50, 50, it was you with the, with the good insight and me just like shitting on that Oasis album for a half hour. That's the dynamic <laughs> I've been craving though. Like, that's what I want. I want me to like have a bunch of like weird questions and like neurotic, like just talking a mile a minute rambling. And then you to come in with comic relief and like some Simpsons reference or some shit. Um, but because there's a lot of Simpsons references. If you ever listen to podcasts, Benny probably mentions Greta Van Fleet or The Simpsons. But <laughs> to answer your question, uh, in terms of episodes that stick out as bad, yes. Uh, they're not necessarily. I feel like when you listen to the, the ones that I feel like are bad are probably not like listeners. They're bad to the listeners. But they were bad for me because it was almost impossible for me to get through and like actually care. But I mm -hmm. feel like I do a good job of like hiding that you know and I, I really don't mean to sound like an asshole you know like because i it, it's just a matter of taste sometimes like I, there might be like a band that i just don't care at all about their music because i'm not into it but i still try to give them the same you know i, I the same excitement the same enthusiasm and the same like attention to detail but there was one in particular that i won't say but it's funny because i actually am friends with this band but like when i had first done their episode we didn't know each other like that was kind of how we met and i would always try to break the ice like with with jokes and stuff mm -hmm. and benny i'll text you to this afterwards so you know but like i'll, I'll try to break okay. the ice and just be goofy but they i would like may say a joke and there would be just dead silence like, oh that's we the were, worst we we're uh, all in the room together no we're, like all hanging out and there's just dead silence and i'm like okay and then i would just ask another question yeah and, you just like, gotta move on yeah and it would they would be like they were so serious and like usually bands are like they'll loosen up and they'll like understand that i'm trying to like lighten the mood and stuff but they're so serious about everything and i was just like oh my god this is hard how am i gonna get through this but if you go back and listen to it it doesn't sound like a bad interview you know what i mean mm -hmm. so a bunch of those that, where it's like it we thought personally it was horrible um and but we still put it out because like we either like the band or we think it came out good enough to put out yeah. there have only been a couple that we never actually released and one of them was i actually wound up ordering pizza in the middle of it because they just kept on talking over us and, and like, not, not even like about the questions or anything they were just like catching up you know yeah so yeah. that was an hour I mean, wasted because that was one of those long episodes that was an hour um so I ended up ordering pizza in the middle of that one and we never released it because we actually <laughs> we joined their discord server and saw that they were shitting on us or whatever, or said a couple of things about us 
And I was like, I'm not going to put that episode out. And Chloe was like, we're not going to put that episode out. And then we just never oh, yeah, contacted them ever again. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of sucked because we were like still little back then. Yeah. And like, it was like every interview was like a gigantic thing for us. Like, oh my God, somebody actually wants to talk to us. And then just right. kind of like seeing somebody talk about us that we spent like an hour and a half talking about the talking to them and then them just turning around and just like absolutely just i don't know just, just saying stuff about us behind our back just kind of kind of sucks weak sauce That's <laughs> yeah. stupid. i'm sure like, people are shit talking us in their stupid little twitter group chats and that's cool with me as long as i'm not seeing it and don't come kiss my ass after the fact too yeah, I know there are God. some people for sure kissing our ass, but also shit talking us and I can kind of tell who it is and I try not to give them the time of day because fuck you. That's why. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, That's it's so like, annoying. Yeah, dude. it's like God. they know they they know we have a platform and they know that like like I said, they have this platform. They want to come on and talk about their new stuff, but I don't want to have you on in the nicest way possible. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's called being a leech. Yep. So, Ugh, that's try annoying. to stay away from the ass kissers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I appreciate you guys, and I promise, uh, appreciate you guys coming on, and, you know, I promise we're not going to talk shit about you because <laughs> I'll. I would us podcasters got to stick together out here for sure. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on and everything. And you know, yeah, if thanks you for ever, coming uh, thank you for having us on. Yeah. I'm sure we'll hit you up. We're Benny and I are both in bands. So we're both have releases slated for next year. So I'm sure you'll be hearing from us individually and maybe we'll try to come on as, as a podcast team on your podcast sometime. So I'm sure we'll talk again sometime. We will definitely talk sometime yeah. soon. Cool, cool. Absolutely. All right. Alrighty, well, happy birthday again, Benny. I'm going to get that at the end of the episode. Happy birthday, Benny. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to watch the Simpsons episode before I go to bed, and that'll be it for my birthday. So, just just staring down the pit of despair. <laughs> but I'm feeling good doing it, so it's good. Good. Hell yeah. Good. Sick. Alright, you guys have a good night. Thanks for being on. Alright, bye-bye. Bye. Benny? And there you go, folks. That's one more episode of Invite the Neighbors in the Books. Um, thank you again for listening. Um, if you want to help out the podcast, share it with a friend. Give us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify so that you don't miss an episode. Um, if you have constructive feedback, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. I, I welcome it. I really would like to hear suggestions or criticisms or you want to just say hi i like your podcast or i'm really interested in who's listening to this podcast um because i obviously i have friends who listen to it but i'm always um pleasantly surprised when someone new tells me oh i've been listening for a while i'm really a fan so i mean please hit me up please let me know i'm just really curious so um again we're on twitter at itn pod we're on instagram invite the neighbors um so hit us up there share the episodes with your friends and thanks again for listening guys i really appreciate it